Hey, 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 and we're back. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know you've got a bunch of other places that you could be or do or see, and I'm so glad you're with me. If this is your very first time, I'm wrapping my hands around you and giving you a big old electronic hook. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And for those of you guys who have been listening, I, I still see you. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's be pals. Make sure that you smash the subscribe button so as soon as I drop another episode, we can cozy up together, electronically speaking, of course, and have another friendly conversation like this. And for those of you guys who are on social, be sure to follow me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, where I will inspire and motivate and encourage you to be your best self. And everything we're going to be talking to you about or we're going to be sharing is going to be found in detail on my website, denisegeely.com. Go to courses. It's going to be Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we go in depth and talk about not just how you organize your mind, but have a great life in all areas of your business and work. You can only find it on denisegeely.com. Hit the courses tab and go to Amazing Attitude. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. This episode was actually inspired by random. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine. He is in the process of transitioning to working remotely. And I know since as I record this episode in the beginning of 2022, January 2022, I know that for some of you guys, you're like, okay, Denise, I've been working remotely for two years. What's new? Well, for this particular friend of mine, he has been working in mostly field work, meaning like on the the ground, interacting with people on a retail level. And for the first time, he's actually interacting remotely with customers. And obviously, it was a real shock for him. It's been 10 years doing one type of work. And even though he's still going to be this, doing the same type of work, it's just in a different environment. It was a little unnerving. I was really excited to hear his thoughts about how he was going to make that transition process, get his office set up and, you know, get all his equipment and everything together. And during this conversation, I I know that you're going to go like, Denise, come on. But it's true. I was distracted myself. I had this really, at least in my mind, I thought a really cool idea for work and I started click clacking away while still talking with him and it was not the best thing to do because sometimes I knew I wasn't really focused and there has been tons of studies have proven that we are not good multitaskers as human beings despite what we've been told we, we can't really focus intently and I was having a really good conversation with this friend of mine while trying to type on something that I believe that was important and right before the conversation ended, my friend said, hey, I heard you typing on your computer. It probably must have been something important for work. And let me tell you something. In that moment, right at that, my heart sank. I felt extremely embarrassed. My, I, I felt a little flushed, to be honest with you. Because if I was to be honest with you, it wasn't that important. 
I don't talk to this particular friend of mine as often as I would like to. And I was talking with him about something that was going to be really a big shift for him, not just professionally, but how he interacts with people. And I couldn't be fully present. In my mind, I was working on something that was important, but upon further reflection and thinking about it, it wasn't that important. It could have been pushed off to the side. And in fact, my plans for this particular project that I was working on, I shelved it. I I just put it on the I put it on the back burner. I said, you know what? It's not going to work for what I really need on the long scheme of things, and it's not really worth it. And I sent a message. I sent a text message later to my friend. I said, look, thank you for calling me out. You were the first person who actually called me out about the clicking and the typing and, you know, trying to multitask, trying to write something while talking with you. And I couldn't really be available for you in the way that I know that I should have been talking with you. And so I just want you to accept my apology and understand that I need to be held a little bit more accountable for myself when I'm talking on important issues with people I care about. And that kind of is our foundation and springboard for our talk that we're going to have right now. We have been inundated as a society that we have literally no time to do anything, to spend time with our friends and our family. We have, we're so busy trying to put feathers on a cap and feel important so that we can somehow feel like we're leaving a great mark and or we need to feel like we need to do a lot of work to please people or we need to do a lot of work to feel that we've had something accomplished. And it doesn't feel like you're doing so much work. You're trying to please people. You're trying to get everything accomplished, but you're feeling empty and drained and unfulfilled despite all the quote-unquote progress that you've done. I definitely feel that way. And I hope that if you're not in your head in agreement, I want to share with you two main ways to get yourself focused on the most important task. I think for a lot of us, we have confused urgent with important. And those there are things that are important, but are urgent, but there are things that are important, but are not necessarily urgent. For example, when I was talking with my friend, it was an important moment that I don't get to do. And obviously he has his own schedule, he has a life, and short of him having a heart attack in the hospital, it wasn't an urgent matter, but I made the commitment to talk with him. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk a little bit in depth about how we are gonna be able to create that balance, create that space so that we can be fully present in the activities and with the people that matter most with us. If you're interested in talking a little bit more in depth with me, I would highly encourage you to go on my website, denisegeely.com, click the amazing attitude course, and you'll be guided with 21 days of me talking with you in depth about the things that matter most with you and not just your business, but in your personal life. You can find that on denisegeely.com, go to courses and click on amazing attitude. But for right now, let's talk about my number one tip for you is called prioritizing your priorities. And what do I mean by that? Number one, it involves you identifying what matters most to you. Now, what matters most to you gets a little bit floggy, cloudy in some of us who are people pleasers, where we feel that our identity is 
tantamount or equating to the amount of praise and adoration that we get from people. And I want to let you know that that is a recipe for failure if you're looking to have your identity yourself by people. Because don't we know that people are fickle and opinions can just turn on the dime. I'll never forget talking with another friend of mine who absolutely adored this particular social media personality and she always talked about this particular person, what they were doing and where they were going and what their comings and goings and all that business. I remember I didn't hear from them talk about this particular person for a while and I asked them, so what happened to such and such personality? I know you're always on the end on what they're doing next. And you know what my friend replied to me? She kind of shrugged her shoulders and just kind of dismissed it and said, nah, I've moved past that. Nah, I moved past that. So if we know that people's preferences and priorities can change, why are we putting our identity, our sense of value and worth on just having people praise us. And that can include our friends and our family, to be really honest. People change all the time. They get exposed to different things. Their priorities can change. And so we need to have our priorities based on things that give us fulfillment. So as part of priorities and our priorities, we always have to make sure that what we're doing makes us feel whole and fulfilled and not based on the opinions and approvals of others because there are no guarantees on that. And the second part about... prioritizing our priorities is explain why it matters. For example, I'm going back to my example that I had in the opening of our conversation with each other about my conversation with my friend starting to work remotely. I care about this particular person. I enjoy his feedback on a lot of different issues on personal and work, and I don't get to talk with him a lot. It matters to me because I don't have that kind of relationship with a lot of other people, especially guys. And it mattered to me to carve out that time to talk. For you, you may have to carve out at least three to four reasons and explain to yourself why this person or thing matters to you. How is it impacting you? How is it shifting you into a better direction? A lot of us make priorities on things that seem on the surface or give us a good payout or a good result, but it actually are destroying us. I'll never forget when in my early 20s, late teens, I always would try to make sure that I would go to this local supermarket and get my favorite pack of cigarettes. Yes, I I know you don't believe this. I, I was a cereal smoker for many years and I made a priority to have enough money to save cigarettes. But these cigarettes obviously were damaging my lungs. The smoke would get on my clothes and my hair. It would yellow my teeth and on top of probably destroying all the vital organs of my body. So even though I quote unquote enjoy the momentary pleasure of smoking the cigarette, it was actually giving me more damage on the long run. So for a lot of us, we may have to really evaluate and ask ourselves, why are we even clinging on to something when we actually stack up all the advantages to all the disadvantages or the pros versus the cons? You may find out that it's actually costing you way more than you bargained for. And perhaps it's 
probably time to start anew and find something else that gives you a better payout, a better result than what you are currently using and translate this idea to all facets of your life about who you're interacting with, the type of customers you have, the type of friends that you have, your leisure activities. Is it really helping you or hurting you if you were to be totally honest with yourself? Okay. And number two, this is the second part of our two-step guide of getting focused on the most important task. And that's before we get into it, I just want to say that for a lot of us, we have been working on autopilot, doing a lot of dysfunctional activities that we've observed or friends or family have done and just created this modeling that we think that that's just the only way of doing it because we have seeing other people do it that way, the end, and we don't question that. But if you're seeking that change, if you're seeking to go to another level where you can think clearly that you're making decisions independent of how you're expecting people that expect out of you, <laughs> basically that that people pleading, going on autopilot, just going through the motions, I would invite you to check out my course, Amazing Attitude. You can Again, you can find it at com where we kind of dive into detail and talk about exactly all the history about how you interacted with your family and your friends. And perhaps you want to undo certain things that you thought served you, but in retrospect, it no longer does. So go ahead and check that out. Okay, let's now talk about the second part. Now that I'm assuming that you have done the work, you've prioritized your priorities, you identify what matters most, and you know why it matters, now it's time to make a decision to be present. Now, what does that look like? It means that you need to clear out a couple of things. Your First of all, your time. For a lot of us, I think we have developed this false pride of feeling accomplished if our calendar is packed full with 5,000 things to do, where we are overwhelmed, exhausted, and spent unless we are doing just a bunch of things that really aren't necessary if we're to be honest with ourselves. A lot of us just have just too much on our calendar. So I want you to take a good hard look at your calendar and ask yourself what things need to be delegated, meaning given to somebody else who could probably do it better than you and faster than you, or deleted, meaning that you don't need to do it. And let me explain what delegate means in another way. And this is the way a coach explained it to me, one of my old coaches. She was saying that as her business was taking off and she was just getting more and more clients and less and less free time, she realized that one of the things she absolutely dreaded and she was not good at was cleaning her house. And she looked at how much money she was making and she realized, I'm a very expensive housekeeper in terms of doing the laundry and cleaning and cooking and all this stuff, I'm better off just hiring someone to come once a week or and just kind of clean up the house, do my laundry, do all this stuff. I don't do it very well, and it allows me more free time to do what I do know how to do very well is help coach, inspire, and empower clients. That's what I'm talking about, delegate. Now, for those of you guys who may feel like you're now have those kind of resources. Delegate could be simply asking a friend or asking your kids to clean up around the house or just be creative. Think about all the things that you probably don't need to be doing. Maybe we need to ask for help. For a lot of us who are perfectionists, we 
shudder at the idea of admitting that we are spent, we don't have a lot of energy, and we need a helping hand. It's okay. Give yourself the permission to be vulnerable and saying, hey, I, I need some assistance here. Hey, let me let you in on what I need a little bit of work on. I can't do it all. Okay, that's what I'm saying about clearing out the time and then the leading part of the clearing out the time. I want to say that a lot of us have been doing a lot of legacy work and this is that's the throwback term. I used to be um, working in information technology, IT and the, the leading part of is that we are doing things that once worked, hence legacy, that are no longer working, perhaps. And I gave the example of, I thought that smoking was a great coping skill. It's not a great coping skill. It doesn't work for me. It never served me. I need to find new, healthier coping skills. I dropped the the smoking and I picked up meditation. That works a lot better for me and I don't have the nasty side effect of smoky hands. I'm just giving that as an example. For a lot of us, we have to think about the ways we want to upgrade how we live, work, and play and how we cope with life and how we deal with things. And perhaps for some of us, it's time to drop some things. For some of us, we have resorted to staying silent and clamming up and not sharing our feelings because we're afraid of looking bad or we're afraid of having someone reject us. Perhaps that's something that's going to be deleted. Maybe we need to speak up more. Okay, that's just one of many ways that we need to think about how can we act, think, and be better and this year and beyond. I'm definitely believing that this is a renaissance year for a lot of us, that we're going to be waking up and just dusting off ourselves and asking ourselves, how can we be a better, happier, and more fulfilled person? Okay. Now, the second part is clearing out the space. And I'm going back to that calendar example where we feel that we have to literally feel overworked and overwhelmed in order to feel that we are having things to do. And I want to encourage you to just for at least half a day on one day, I don't care what it is, just have nothing on the schedule. Have no appointments, have no chores, have no charity events, no whatever you think you need to do. Just have it clear. And allow yourself to have spontaneity, meaning that allow any randomness to happen. It could be a friend calling. It could be you taking a walk with your dog or by yourself or you just taking a moment just to watch a movie that you've been having on your Amazon playlist that you've been saying to yourself you've been wanting to watch, but you just never had the time. For a lot of us, we have a long to-do list of leisure activities that we never allow ourselves the space nor the energy, emotional energy to, to tackle or do. So I am encouraging to find some purposely add blank spots within your calendar throughout the week. For a lot of us who are parents, we feel like, oh, I can't do this. Our kids take up our energy from sunrise to sunset. How I couldn't do that. They need me. They need me. And I think about one particular client who's told me that. And the reality was her kid didn't need her. She felt like she needed to be a super mom. And in fact, she wasn't even helping her own her daughter 
or even herself by making her daughter feel that her mother was on her beck and call, meaning like she was able to do anything for her daughter at any given moment that wasn't instilling any form of independence for her daughter. And she needed to realize that she needed to empower her daughter to be independent on little things like cooking, small little snacks or doing her own laundry or folding up her own clothes, things that she could do as a nine-year-old. And I'm encouraging you to look and examine your life and what ways can you empower your clients? Maybe they don't need all 5,000 reports. Maybe they just need a summary or and they don't need everything broken down into the details. Or perhaps your husband doesn't need you to do all certain types of tasks around the house or, or your partner or whoever. Ask yourself the honest question, am I really empowering my community to be their best self or am I just trying to feel good about myself? I'll repeat that again. Am I empowering my community to be their best self or I am just trying to validate my own existence through overworking? That's something to think about. Now, let's recap and kind of reflect about everything that we've talked about during our time with one another. The first one is I want you to prioritize your priorities. Identify what matters most. List it out. Get a sheet of paper. And then right next to it, I want you to write down why it matters. Write down each and every one. For a lot of us, when we actually just examine and think about it, it really doesn't matter as much as we think about all the things we say. Some things may may have made sense a couple of years ago and upon reflection no not so much and the second thing i want you to do is as part of our um getting focused on important tasks is make a decision to be present i want you to clear out the time make sure that you have the time to just do what really matters i always tell people block out a day or so and clear out the space. When I say the space, I'm not just talking about the physical space, meaning that you may have to shut or turn off your phone, silence the notifications, but step away from your office or step away from all the hoopla in your house or your or your home or wherever and just allow yourself to really be present in your environment. And you'll be surprised about what it may reveal, but what matters most. And I'm hoping that as you reflect, you may discover new things that bring you joy and delight. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that I was like, oh, Denise, I never thought about. Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. Love to talk with you. And if, as always, if you have any other show topic ideas or something that you would love to share with me, let me know. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.